Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dune Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan McLean, also known as Mr. Clean. I uh, reside here in Mears, Michigan, which is home to Silver Lake Sand Dunes and kind of where I've set up and what I spend my time. Weekend warrior, duner, slash midweek warrior, slash anytime I can kind of get out there. Um, everything I've kind of, you know, I've gotten to is everything pretty Dune related. I, I've drive a 68 Chevy that is a beamed and link pickup and that's kind of what I go and out dune with and getting out in the dunes as much as possible is always trying my goal so outside of that I'm uh, always interested and fascinated by a lot of other things fascinated by what people spend their time on and kind of choose to dedicate their lives to you know a lot of these things kind of in the same boat I'm at you've really chosen to dedicate you know, my time and a lot of my life is set up to be able to dune as much as I'm able to. And, you know, it's taken a lot of commitment to do that. And there's a lot of other people that do that, you know, in all sorts of things in life and getting those types of people in, finding like-minded people that are driven and uh, succeeding or excelling or having fun or whatever they're doing and whatever types of things. That's the types of guests coming out of West Michigan, the area we're probably going to get a lot of dune related people and dune related topics going on here i've got a lot of guests lined up kind of on the topics of dunes and locals and people that i've kind of built some relationships with since i've moved up here and um you know a lot of these people's stories fascinate me and uh i'm really interested just by so many people up here that i really feel a lot of these people's stories need shared and I just find it fascinating to be able to get into a type of uh, situation where you get to sit down with people and really just have a, a long conversation, just talking about wherever, seeing where it goes. Um, that's something I really enjoy. So this podcast is kind of what this is about. And as of that, this is going to be the first one kicking off the Dune Hippie podcast. So bringing on the show as the first guest. I'm going to bring on Will Kalinda of the Bucket Brothers, also part of the Golden Sands Golf Course and Restaurant. He is a neighbor of mine. They actually live right down the street from me. and Well, or I should say I live right down the street from them. So setting up my studio here, they're always helping me out. They've always got my back. We get down to the restaurant as much as we can. We run into them in the dunes all the time. Figure nobody better than bring a local on here, bring somebody that the Kalinda family is, has a huge influence in the Dune community. If you know who they are, you definitely know the impact they have. And if not, you get to listen to a little bit of Will Sterry, a little bit about who they are, and you might maybe be able to put some pieces together on uh, a little bit of how involved and the things that they do. And it's a good time to get over to the restaurant. If you haven't been over there, I suggest you get over there, check it out. But here we go, kicking off the first podcast. This is Will Kalinda of the Bucket Brothers. Thanks for listening and enjoy. We'll just start with like, uh, for the listeners, say your name and who you are and kind of like a little bit of background on who you are. All right, I am uh, Will Kalinda. I guess I'm with the Bucket Bros from, so we're from Silver Lake Sand Dunes. My parents uh, own the Golden Sands Golf Course. It's kind of how we're known. We just kind of... We, we do a lot of unordinary stuff on the golf course. We we film it. We post it and people start getting known. And we also hang out with some bigger people out known on the dunes. And we, we film them. We post them. And then we just, we just have a good time with a lot of friends. Yeah. So then like uh, 
you, I don't know, what would you describe? You're kind of like a, you're, you don't have just like one job. You have like a lot of jobs. You're like. I do. You work at the golf course. You're a content kind of creator. Yes. You know, I guess, yeah, I get a little more into like some of the jobs that, that you're involved with and all that. So I, number one, I'm the grounds crew keeper for the golf course. Do that every morning, every day in the summer. Um, and then I also work at the restaurant. We have a big restaurant, produce a lot of food, um, really busy on weekends, weekdays in the summer. So I do that. And I also do a lot of video work for people on the dunes. Uh, Jeep Invasion, I was the main videographer for the track. I actually built the Jeep Invasion track. So like build jumps and stuff for uh, events. Um, yeah, that was I, something actually I wanted to get into. We can get more into yeah, it later on the Jeep it. Invasion stuff. But yeah. yeah, that's a massive event that goes on over there. We put on a lot of events at the golf course. So I set up events, tear down events. Um, I, I host a couple events. Um, what else do I do? I, I buy cars. I sell cars. A lot of razors. Uh, yeah, summer. the limo. We'll get to the limo. We'll get to the limo. Too. I was going to drive it here. <laughs> um, and then I just... Occasionally, I, I go to Florida and then video that, cruise down there. I sell, I have, a, have my own brand, Bucket Bros. I sell Shreddy, dealer for Heatwave. So, yeah, like I said, kind of like a lot. I, I have a, a lot, lot of things. Yeah, it all you, ties in. Yeah, it all ties in. So, like, what something I'm curious about is like kind of like your background. Like, have you always lived up here and been a local to the dunes or is this something that you yeah. moved here or kind of get a little more, I guess, into like your background of like growing up next to the dunes of, you know, it's a place in the winter, it's like a dead zone and in summer it it's is. insane here. So I, yeah, my family and I have always grown up here. We used to live on the golf course and then we branched off We built a bigger house because I have three siblings, so a total of six people. So we, we need a bigger house and we wanted to get away from the golf course. Just mm-hmm. because we have a in, little break. In the house that's right next to the yes. restaurant? Okay. So we branched off from there. But as I was growing up, um, we we never went on the dunes. We didn't. We no, had, really? We had a Jeep, but okay. we had only, we only had for like one summer. We only went two tracking. It was mainly all, all a golf course. Yeah, it was just like, all right, we're just going to work all day. Yeah. So, which was good. I got a good work ethic growing up. And then I remember going to school. I go to school in Pentwater. I went to school in Pentwater. And my friend had this like dune buggy, like a long travel. And I'd, I'd go for a ride once a year in it, starting at like, I was probably 10. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I need, I need one. So then I was like, all right, how can I mix them and the both? And then my one of our employees had a Jeep. I was like, all right, if I buy a Jeep, I was 14 at the time. I was like, all right, if I buy a Jeep, I can fix it up and then I can go on the dunes myself. I buy the Jeep. The instantly, like second day of owning it, I sh- Dripped it down, took the paint off, bumpers, everything, and just sat in the garage. And I just started working on it. Is that the Jeep you have now? It's the Jeep I have now, yeah. Okay, so that's why I was curious if you had anything before this or you're still on. No, that Jeep was like my first big purchase. I mean, I had a couple cars before, but... But yeah, for like your daily... It was a daily driver. It was going to be a daily driver, yeah. It It never made it as a daily driver? No. Went straight to dude vehicle? (laughs) I was like, I have a picture on my phone. It was just going to be... I was like, Dad, I just want this Jeep. I remember I was going to a golf tournament. I was like, I want this for my daily drive. I was just like lifted on 33s. had a couple bumpers and actually had a light bar up top. And I was like, yeah, this is what I want. And then things escalated very quickly as I got to the dunes. I was like, I want to go faster. 
So yeah, I say actually it'll break off because that's something I wanted to get into. Like, what's been the progression of your Jeep mm-hmm. up until? Because I don't know how much you want to get into what you're working on now. We if that's a that. secret, but yeah, like what you're building now is is pretty sweet. It's gonna it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be pretty sweet. So the transition of yeah, buying just like it was a Jeep too, that was yeah, you stopped. thought you were. When you bought it, did you ever, were you like, this is it? I'm just going to buy this Jeep and I'm going to do this and it's going to be sweet? Or did you ever think like, oh, I'm going to buy this Jeep and make it my own and kind of no, rework I, it? When I bought the Jeep, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy a Jeep. I'll have it for until I get some money. And I remember texting Tyson Aarons. I like DM'd him. And I, this was like the second year of me owning a Jeep. I was like, hey, I'm thinking about selling my Jeep to buy a, like a like a halfway done Ranger. What should I do? And he's just like, I remember he responded with, Buy something with no rust. And I'm, the Jeep is pretty clean. It doesn't have much rust. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And then I was like, you know what? I, I like my Jeep. I'm going to keep it for one more year. And then the one more year just, I was like, all right, I need a better lift. So then I went to a like a four-inch BDS lift. And then that lift, oh, I broke I broke front axle after jumping it and yeah, over exit. Oh, of course, after jumping it. Yep. <laughs> So then after the front axle, I was like, all right. Oh, I landed on the brakes. That's why I broke it. I was like, you know what? I need I need new parts. And then I had this guy who was like, hey, do you want to buy my whole Jeep? Had full-on long travel. Had bump stops. Had Deavers up front. I was like, yeah, I'll buy your Jeep. So then I bought the Jeep. I stripped it all down. Had all these spare parts. Put all the better parts on. And I ran that. It was, it was really good. And then that's when I got into... I had the long... So I had... At that time, I had long arms, and then I went to bypasses, and then I went to Deavers in the rear, and then bypasses in the rear, and then now I got one one lap in this year with that one setup. lap with that setup. <laughs> yep. Before what you're doing to it now. Yeah. So before we get, what is? Are you doing like all the work yourself to it then? I have been, yeah. So, but now I did it in the summer. I cut it up in the summer, and that was a really bold move of will to do because i like i said i work Beginning all those jobs season yeah legit <laughs> opening day i ran it that was the last day of it, it ran on the dunes oh it had all these new parts on it and it's, now i cut it in half put a ls1 in it a little five three and uh i got beams going in some coilovers going in and full engine cage Four-wheel drive beams, Four-wheel so drive beams. Four-wheel drive. What are you doing in the, are the rear? Are you going to link it? The rear, the rear, I'm just going to leave for this year. I just got those Devers. They're yep. really good. Um, Put bypasses in the rear. Yep. Devers. But I do have a new axle going in the rear. Bigger. So it's going to stay the same length wide okay. with the front. And that's all stuff. You're doing all that stuff yourself, too. Yeah. Well. Are you kind of getting help? So I'm, I'm getting help from uh, Michael Taren. Is that his name? Oh yep, so we're like Fab yeah, Works. Yeah, so we're like Fab Works. Okay. Um, he was like, "Hey, I see your." Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Do you need any help with your Jeep?" He's like, "Bring it over to the shop. We can whip it out in like two days." Just the engine. I'm like, "I just need the engine cage." Okay. He's like, I'm like, "Yeah, we can, we can do that." So he's helped me off a little bit with that in the future. We're gonna right. ship it on over. But as far as I mean, like. Um diving into it you've been the one that's like, oh yeah yeah you're just diving into it you ripped the yeah so you pulled your mm-hmm. motor out you've got the ls you got yes. the ls motor sitting in it now yeah ls motor sitting okay in it. so that's what i mean what kind of background i guess kind of got you like interested into tackling that kind of thing like yourself 
Definitely YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely all, all YouTube. I was, I remember, well, I guess working on golf carts and R- RC cars are a big one. Okay. Just so RC cars. Some of the golf course background. Of- Your golf course. Yeah. Cause I was, my dad was like, oh, I'll go change the spark plug. And then once you start looking at things, I actually, I'd say Legos would help too. Okay. I was a big Legos kid. So you're, you're more, I mean, yeah, maybe more of a, you've just been a hands-on I've person. I've always been the hands-on person, yeah. And now, yeah, like you said with YouTube, we live in a day and age now. I mean, I do it too. It's yeah. like if I need to if you can't change something, something out on a vehicle, yeah, you just literally YouTube it and there's yep. 10 videos to pick from. It's kind of a different era yeah. of having to, before you go, oh, I'll just start tearing stuff apart and see what happens. But nowadays, mm-hmm. yeah, you literally, I mean, I did that on my wife's car the other day where yeah. the thermostat's out and then I... Literally, I was like, I don't want to waste any time. I watched a five-minute video and just went out there, did it, and was done. I was like, that's sweet. It's easy. Yeah, exactly. So that kind of helps. You know, like, yeah, I'm still – I YouTube is a big one for mm-hmm. just saving time and just making you confident. I know for, like, me and shock building, that was the biggest one. I scout. Definitely. There definitely is not a lot of shock building videos on YouTube. No. But there was, like – I found one. It was, like, super, super old video, and yep. it just happened to be – with some Fox coilovers, which I had, and I watched it like 20 times, and I just finally, I was like, you know what? I, I think I can do it. Burned in your brain. Yep. yep. And I just went out and kind of did it, and yeah, that's what kind of got me into my own shock tuning. I was like, oh, as soon as I tore the first one apart, I was like, all right, I can do this. It's yeah. so easy. Whereas before I did the steps of watching, you know, finding a video and doing it, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know what part to take off first, like what screw comes yep. out or where does it. So. That's pretty cool. Other than, so the Jeep stuff, what, what are you planning on trying to have that done? I do. Still this season? I I have this, we've been planning this trip to California for Glamis and Thanksgiving. My birthday lands on Thanksgiving this year in 2020. Okay. And Blake Wilkie was like, hey, we're throwing you a raging party on your birthday for my, my 19th birthday. I'm like, all right. And he's like, get that Jeep done. It'll be gnarly. So I'm trying to get it done for, for Glamis. That's the goal. That's why so I started really early. Thanksgiving or the week after? Thanksgiving, yeah. But okay. if I, I'm hoping to get at least a week or two of testing out here yeah. in Silver. Before you go drive across the whole country with yes. a brand new thing? Yes. If not, though, and let's say it's like November 1st, it gets done. I do have my own track that I can, could run it, but it's not the same. Yeah. You do have the uh, sweet jump in the woods. <laughs> the secret jump in the woods. The secret jump. Um, yeah, that's something I'm hoping to get out. Actually, I'm thinking about going out to Glamis the weekend after Thanksgiving. I think I'm thinking about leaving mm-hmm. Black Friday morning mm. to drive out there. So nice. it may work out. We may I might be still out. be out there. I have no yeah. plan. So I plan on doing like this whole road trip this winter. Okay. Just, I have to be in Florida at Christmas and that's it. That's it. Nice. Well, hopefully that works out. Cause yeah, yeah that's. I don't think I'm going to be out for Thanksgiving, but mm-hmm. yeah, my plan is to leave, I think, Black Friday morning, drive like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get out there sometime like late Sunday or Monday morning and then yeah. be there for a whole week and then nice. head home. I know a lot of people are going like in like that whole length. Yup. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's starting to seem, you know, I don't know if, I mean, people from Michigan have kind of always gone. To, it's mm-hmm. like the bucket list thing. I know yeah. I've been out there once. And it, yeah, you've it, done the trip. It's like a massive bucket list thing. If you grow up here in Michigan in our little 450 acres, like Glamis, Dumont, Pismo, all yeah. those places are like. Massive. Yeah, they're like the Mecca. And so then it's like, 
And I mean, I was out there. Unfortunately, when I went, I did like Glamis because I did a whole bunch of stuff. And honestly, I was in Glamis for three days and I was like, mm-hmm. I planned that wrong because I did like nothing in Glamis. You know what I mean? Really? I, we were there for three days, but like we didn't touch like the surface of what we could do because it was, you know, we just didn't have, we didn't have enough you days. Didn't, oh, so how many days do you should suggest? Well, so like this this year, my, yeah. for me going out, I'm only going to Glamis. I'm not going to okay. do all those other stops. Right. Um, a big part for me was like like I wanted to get to Pismo mm-hmm. because Pismo, which now it's been shut down all this year. Yeah. Um, they were right when I was planning that trip. They were really starting to like have the battling issues. Yeah, I remember that. So I I really didn't want to drive that far, and honestly, doing it, it was not worth it. No. I I, I don't I don't know. Maybe I take that back. I had a lot of fun at Pismo because we had the place to ourselves. I remember, yeah. So it was worth it, but it sucked driving it because we were. It's just it's nowhere. Nothing's close to it. No, way up top, right? Yeah. So yeah. we were in Glamis, which is yeah, all the way like southern. Yeah. Which it took us like three days to get there, and then we were only there for three days, and then exactly, I was like, wow, we didn't like do half of the things that I like thought we were going to mm-hmm. do because I didn't realize like. Oh, that's cool. That's like 30 miles away from here on the other side of the dunes. Like, it'll take a day to do that. I'm like, oh, uh, I guess I didn't understand that concept. Of yeah. Like, oh, like I wanted to go to like the border wall. And yeah, yeah. they were like, no, that's like a full day thing to really? like go from where we were camping to drive to get to the border wall and then come back. And I was like, oh, well, okay, then I guess we'll scratch that off. You know, and that's yeah. stuff that I'm hoping to maybe do this time just exclusively. But going to Pismo, I mean, the sketchiest part was driving through L.A. with a trailer oh, in, I like, six-lane traffic. Yeah. That was uh, pretty intense. I don't really want to do that again. So we were thinking about, Drew and I were like, oh, we should take the limo. <laughs> so I was, I had this lineup. I found this, this fake Facebook Marketplace trailer for sale. It was a 50-foot gooseneck and i was like i can put the jeep side by side in the limo oh geez and i was like oh that that la traffic though is gonna suck just even like getting at what are you gonna get a, uh an external tank in your i, I do want i do want to get a 100 gallon fuel tank yeah i didn't do that i only had the stock tank in my mm-hmm. truck and like for that's a something i don't know if i'll have it for this trip but yeah like mm-hmm. having an external tank is needed you know it is yeah it would reduce stops and, yes you know i would say it was it's one of those things, uh, I think when you map it, it says it's like 32 hours to Glamis mm-hmm. from here. And I think it ended up, we ended up being on the road. I only slept an hour. I did the whole drive really? an hour of sleep. <laughs> and we, my wife was slept in the truck, Shelby. And it ended up taking us, I think we were on the road for 60 hours. Be, with, the, <laughs> with the stop. I mean, we did a few like touristy things on the yeah. way. So like we... And just get out of the truck. We stopped for a few hours and do this and that. But, like, had no clue. It was like, oh, it's 32 hours. Like, that's going to be a haul. But we ended up, you know, we didn't stop anywhere. We just slept in the truck and rest stops. Right. You know, or, like, pulled over for, like, little breaks and Mm -hmm. stuff. And that's where I pulled over and tried to sleep. I, like, fell asleep. I was like, I'll just wake up and just start driving again. And I fell asleep for an hour. And I woke back up. And I was like, I guess let's drive. There's Yeah, there's, we got to get to Glamis, so. That is a an adventure in itself is getting yeah getting out there. I thought I was gonna blow my truck up in New Mexico climbing mountains. Is it that that bad? It was so for me. We were going. See, this is where I want an external tank because mm-hmm. it gets scarce out there, it and does. you don't get many options. 
So we're in New Mexico, which New Mexico, it's beautiful scenery, but there's like nothing, nothing, nothing at all. And I pretty much the whole state, when you come in on the east side, you start climbing mm-hmm. and then you get to about the middle and then you start dropping down. So for the first half of the state, you're like climbing it. Right. So it's just a steady climb. So I'm like burning through fuel, like kind of more than average. So like mm-hmm. I'm, but then like a lot of the gas stations, like you do sometimes you can't tell if they're open. I was like, just, you'd be looking at it. It's like. Should I buy gas from there? I don't know. Kind of uh, sketchy. Yeah, just like, but every station was like that. So eventually, like, so you I pulled no into one. Yeah. And it, I mean, I'm my, like, I was on like E and I was like, there's no choice. I have to stop at this one. We, right. Because at this point I had been driving for waves and it was like, I don't know if we're going to make it. I was, you know, trying to pull up Google and trying to like look for yeah. gas stations and yeah. stuff. So I pulled in, filled the truck up. And as soon as we pulled out of there and got about five minutes down the road, and my truck started uh, smoking white. I've got a 03 Cummins, a 59. Yeah. Been running great the whole trip. All of a sudden, the thing's just got like white smoke coming out of the tailpipe. Oh, no. And it's like losing power. We're still going up on this grade. And oh. I'm just like, my heart is sinking because I don't really know what's going on. And I'm like, well, I just put this fuel in it. That's, That's what it's got to be. Yep. And pretty much my solution was just kept driving and i was like if it blows up it blows up because i really don't have options and there literally is nothing yeah so we kept driving and luckily i i actually i i thought it was the fuel so i just tried driving it that way as long Mm -hmm. as possible i got it down to like a quarter of a tank doing that which i don't know how healthy that was took probably a couple years off my engine but (laughs) found a nicer station like a something that looked a little more reputable right and I filled it up, and also I went in and like bought any diesel treatment stuff they had on yep. like the gas station shelf. I was like, we'll just squirt some of this in there. And it was like, once we left that station, probably like another 30, 45 minutes, it like started kind of like getting power back, and the mm-hmm. smoke started clearing, and it kind of like, I don't, know, I don't know if we got lucky or what, but it was like, like that type of thing where then I was like, hmm, all right, so note to self, I kind of want like an external tank, and I don't want to get gas in New Mexico. Right. So like skip New Mexico. Point you know, again. stuff like that where it's just like you know, growing up. Well, so you've done some road trips probably cuz you guys go to Florida. We go to Florida a lot. A I spent lot. 41 days in Florida last winter. Yeah, and you guys fly or you guys drive a lot. We do both. Okay. So in the start before corona, we flew. Okay. And then when covid hit, we started flying or driving just cuz it ended up being faster and plate and Flights were shut down and yep, it yeah. just makes it a little easier. Other than the having to drive the miles, so yeah, you're a little used to the same yeah, time of driving. Yeah, I hopped in with Drew and I bonsai down one day just to get Grandma, and Grandpa, bring them back, and we did it in like 18 hours. And I just drove by myself nice. the whole way. I left at five and got there at two. So, what's your plan for going to Glamis then? It's gonna be what you and Drew. So, Drew might go or might not. Drew's doing online school. Okay. So that's how we're going to do it. My whole family's probably going to go. Um, but I might go. I got a buddy, Nick Anscombe, and I. We're living in, we're creating this like bucket bro house. I don't know what we're doing. But we have okay. a rental house. We're going to, we're going to put some money and time into it. So we're going to like be living in it while fixing it up. Okay. And uh, so we're, we're going to live together. And I know a guy, a buddy who I've actually met in Florida who knew me. It's a funny story. We're playing cards one day with a bunch of people. He walks in. He goes, you're Will Kalinda. I'm like, that's scary. How do you know me? He goes, I've seen you in Shreddy. And I'm like, well, because I had a Shreddy shirt on. Okay. He linked the two. Yeah. Together. So he linked. Yeah. He's like, you live in Michigan and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Now we hang out. We're like 
best buddies. So he's gonna cruise out with us, to California. He's got a razor. Okay. So we got a we got a decent group going. All traveling with me. So have you ever been out to Glamis? I yet? haven't. I've no. been to the farthest I've gone is um Oklahoma. Okay, yeah, so you've been to Little Sahara. So like what is uh yeah, I'm a little curious because it's kind of like surprising how many you know how busy that Silver Lake is. I mean, mm-hmm. there's I don't even have a number of like annual people that come here, but it's got to so be insane. Many. Yeah, just I don't know if it's a hundred thousand plus. Like it's, it's insane. Be. It has to be. Yeah, but then you go to Dunes, like so. Yeah, I've been to Little Sahara as well a couple of times. Actually, I'm getting ready to go down there in like September to go hang out with the boys. Scar- yeah, Valley Joe, Scar- Valley Joe. Yeah. Oh, they're coming up. Well, I know one of his people is coming up in September. Oh, are they? Yeah, well, one of I don't know. It's not scrap. It's not Joe, but okay. I say I'm gonna go down for UTV invasion. Yeah, and stay with them down there. That was so cool. he's a cool. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're good people to know down in Oklahoma yeah. to link up with. But the thing about Oklahoma is like their dunes are way bigger than what we have. Yeah. But like at the times I've been there, I did go down for um, a Sand Outlaws event, which was like mm-hmm. one of their bigger events. This UTV invasion is supposed to be like the, the biggest. biggest event they have. But it was kind of funny. I remember I was driving around, and uh, I don't remember who it was, but somebody from down there, like a local, you know, was we were hanging out, and this group came up to me and had mentioned, he's like, you know, oh, checking out my truck and yeah. stuff like that. And he was like, this thing's pretty sweet. And he was like, you drive, like, really close to people. And I <laughs> and I was like, what? I never What do you mean? That. And he goes, he goes, yeah, like, you're like, you were, like, following my tail, like, through that section. There was, like, we were, like, doing a group ride. And yeah. so like there was yeah, like, you follow. yeah, I was following. I wasn't in the lead. I was like in the middle of the pack. Well, the guy ahead of me, yeah, I, apparently I was like on his tail. Yeah. For me, I was comfortable. And then so I'm talking to him. He's he's like, yeah, man, you were like all over me, man. Like I didn't know to let, to let you pass. And I was just like, well, I don't know. I was like, is that, I mean, I can back up. I mean, there's a lot of room and stuff down here. And he's, he goes, well, yeah, it's a pretty busy weekend. And so that weekend I would say there was like, there had to have been maybe like a thousand to fifteen hundred, like and like ninety percent was UTVs. There was right. barely any like trucks. No, there's and not many sand rails down there. It was mainly UTVs. Yep. And the guy's like, "Yeah, it's like crazy busy here right now." And I was like, "Think, you know." And I told him, "I was like, have you ever been to Silver Lake?" And he had said, "No." And I was like, Dude, "This is like a Friday <laughs> at Silver Lake." And I was like, "You have, I guess, yeah, I've never thought about it, but right. people in Michigan, like, you kind of have to drive close. Like, there's no yeah. room to spread out." No, when when we went out, they were like, "You guys are weird." Yeah, because we have the flags up front. We yep. have the square flag. Yeah, that's the number one Michigander yep. Silver Lake recognizer is the flag up front. Yep, I ran mine the whole time in Glamis. Everybody, yep, everyone that called me, "You're from Michigan, huh?" It was just like, "Yep." Yeah, that was like it was a big thing. A bunch of people were even telling me like, "Why don't you take that off? You don't even need a flag." And I was like, "What do you mean, not need a flag?" Oh. you've never been to michigan it's you, scary yeah. we have way more rules here in michigan than what they do yeah oh yeah oklahoma you can ride doubles on a quad with no helmets you can ride 24 that's my favorite one you can ride 24 7 yep it is i remember being down there yeah same thing we're sitting in this group and we're talking and yeah i see this like utility quad go by with these two people on it the dude on the back i don't know if it was a beer or a pop whatever it yep. was holding a cannon and no helmets and they're bobbing around and i go <laughs> It, uh can is there like no rules on like helmets and stuff and they're like what do you mean rules on helmets i was like those people are riding doubles on a quad with no helmet and he has it like pinned oh and they're like 
why you can't do that at Silver Lake? And I was like, heck no, no. <laughs> there's no way. So yeah, that is, I find it very interesting. Like a lot of Michigan people, Silver Lake people mm-hmm. that have never gone and experienced other dunes. Yeah. It's definitely worth it to go and experience definitely. other dunes. You know, and I mean, I love Silver Lake for what it is and being, yep. you know, especially living right next to them and being able to pop in and out of them. It's convenient. Yeah. It's convenient. You know, like, like the Oklahoma dunes are in the middle of nowhere. You drive. From oh, like, yeah. You're just driving and seeing oil pumps That's going it. in fields. And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, this is sweet. Where'd all this sand come from? Yeah. No one it's, knows what they are. Like It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It literally is like, and the sand is like a. It's like a red. Yeah. It's like yeah. a pinkish red. It's a weird it's a color. Weird it's very like thick, coarse sand mm-hmm. too. So, and I think, I don't know if you experienced, so was it pretty busy when you went down? No, no one was there. No one was there, yeah. So yeah, only one time I went for that Sand Outlaws event, it was pretty busy. Like Wilkie was there. Yeah. So he had brought in a big crowd. Yep. Other than that, I went down there once and it was, and I stayed with Joe Mm -hmm. and it was me and Joe and we ran into two guys in sand rails the whole time. I was there for like two days on that one. And the whole time there was just two, it was me and Joe and our pre-runners and then two guys in sand rails. And we only saw them out there one time. Huh. And so literally it was just like, dude, this is so crazy that it's just empty it's just, like this. I was yeah. like, sort of like, I mean, it's, it can be dead on like in the middle of the week, but it's mm-hmm. still like, you know, you, you still got you, a good amount of people out right. there. It's Silver Lake too. If you go to like Oklahoma, they're, they're amazed that we have Jeeps in our dunes. Oh, yeah, they're amazed you have, like, a diesel rig. Like, yeah. I was talking – actually, that happened in Glamis. I got my truck stuck. I yeah. about flipped my uh, truck the first day I was there in this oh. big hole, and it was stuck, and we were trying to figure – everyone I was – the group I was in every, all had UTVs, so there was nothing that nothing could pull me out. out. And I was like, well, this bring how far away from camp? We were, like, five miles away from the camp. Okay. I was like, if you bring me back to camp, I'll go grab my Dodge, and I'll air the tires down, and I'll come up and pull it. And they are like, what are you talking about? You're not going to do that. And I was like, yeah, yeah I will. I can. I'll do it. They're like, you, no, if you get that stuck out here, we're screwed. There's nothing. We have nothing to get that out. And I was like, but it won't. It, it'll be fine. And four dudes ended up pushing on my truck and blew my mind. They pushed my truck out of this hole. I mean, I was driving it. Right. And these dudes were pushing on it. And I got you out. They got me out, which blew my mind. I thought I was going to have to go get my Dodge, but they were like not having it. They're like, you are not driving that out into the dunes. And I was just like. Dude, literally, like before I had stuff like this, this mm-hmm. is what I did. My daily driver was your dune. I took to the dunes. Yes. It's like go to the dunes all day Saturday and then drive it home and go to work all week. A lot of people do that. So, yeah, it is. I find, yeah, the differences are. There's a lot of differences. There's a big difference. Even just the driving style. We go up and over, they go, they ride yes. the holes. That's what got me in trouble with that hole. Yeah. Is I literally went over the, it was like a three from my angle. I was like mm-hmm. driving on a flat and I kind of got separated from the people I was following. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to get back to them and I was just like, oh, I'll just cut over. The, it literally was like about a little taller than my hood, this like dune, this hill. So I right. was like, oh, I pop over this hill and then I beeline it for them and I'll be perfect. Popped over that hill and it was 30 foot straight down. Oh. And I put the grill right in the sand. I thought we were going to front flip it and, uh, that's how I got stuck. And they were just like, what were you doing? You can't, why are you driving up and over hills like that? And I was like, what do you mean? That is all That's we do. That's all we do. Shit. It's all they let us do. <laughs> yeah. So those, you know, that's something, did you experience in Oklahoma of like something that I experienced is 
I've grown up going to Silver Lake so often, and you mm-hmm. pretty much have the place memorized if you're someone oh, that easy. comes a lot. Yeah. You know that they change, and it's you kind of do a sight lap, and oh, there's a little drop here, there's a peak here. Right. But other than that, the format's the same. Whereas, like, I for the first time in the dunes, kind of was a little scared out because you didn't know where you were. Yeah, because I and especially after I did that, yeah. I was like, if a thirty foot straight wall can be behind a yep. three foot hill, we don't have that in Michigan. That's like crazy scary and then they ended up they took me to another spot where it was like a hundred foot it literally oh, was like straight down a hundred foot yeah and then like, you weren't whatever you sent over that you would not be stopping huh. no i definitely that was always the the fun night um at night we'd go out and just razors and we'd go play in the woods and we'd play a little bit and then that was the goal who can get stuck and like get lost so yeah. it was like who can we all go to one area and then who can get home the fastest is what we would do yeah well, to bring it back to like Silver Lake, what would be, what would be something in Silver Lake Dunes that's like, what's like your favorite thing to go out there and do? So I really like. It depends on what I'm driving. Yes. If, yeah. If I'm driving the trucks, I I really like just hitting whoops, going over the hills because you can coast the hills, go up and over, and you can get a little air at the tips and kind of launch halfway down, just keep keep speed going. Uh, if you're in a razor, I really like, I call them the Badlands, which is like the little forest area in the middle. Okay, yep, hitting like the gravel little, by the bathrooms. Yep, yep. just hitting all those, like the little trails in there and um, little bowls. Little bowls are fun. But I do really like the water portion. We have the beach. Yes. Because I'll, I'll go out with the family. I'll bring people and we're just like, all right, I'm sick of duning. Let's just go to the beach. So we go post up on the beach and if I don't have enough seats, I'll take people in and Drop yep. at the beach. They have a beach day. I'm running laps. Everyone's having fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference uh, from any other dunes is the yes. town of Silver Lake that we have. You know, like when you go to Glamis, you're in the middle. You're in like a desert, really. Mm-hmm. And you have to bring you have to bring fuel for your rig. You got to bring all the food you're going to have for the week or yeah. however long you're going to be there. All that stuff was so new to me. Like, I don't even remember what I rolled out there with, but like not enough of anything. Because I just underestimated, I was like, I'm so used to, you know, if you're running out of gas in the dunes, it's like five minutes, you can get a gas station from the dunes and then go, sweet, I'm full, I'm going back in now. Right. Or I want lunch, there's restaurants to pick from, Mm -hmm. or I want ice cream. There's so many things that That they just don't have. Yeah. And I don't think, it wasn't until I went out west, then came back, that I really like appreciated I wouldn't say I didn't appreciate it before, but more so, like... How nice we have it. Yeah, it was, like... Because, like, a dune day out there is... It's, like... I mean, you are in the dune. That's what you're doing. Yeah, you're... You're in it. Whereas, like, you know, trying to tell some people out there that have never been here, it was just, like, oh, I'll wake up and, like, mow my lawn Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And then I'll, like, hop in the truck, go rip some laps, and then I'll come home and, like... You can come home for lunch, too. Like, if you live here... Yeah, if, yeah. If you live here, or if you're camping yeah. here, if you have a campground, or you're in a hotel, or whatever you're in while you're up here, yeah, it's like you can come and go as you please. Yeah. You, you know, if in the middle part of the summer when it's super hot, we got a freshwater lake to go swim mm-hmm. in. So you just, oh, it's too hot to go dunes right now, but I'll still go swimming instead. Like, right. And there's a lot of lakes too, so you can. Yeah. <laughs> so that type of stuff is, you know, yeah. After having that, I, that's. I think a big question that I, I get from a lot of people, because having like a following from like West Coast guys, mm-hmm. the number is like, how do you 
how do you go to the dunes as much as you do constantly? It's like, it's hard to put it into words and explain it. I just don't know. But yeah, it's just like, it's, I, a lot of it's the, you know, the, the camaraderie of the people Mm -hmm. that come here too. It's kind of a big, I mean, it's not like you can go to the dunes and hide from somebody here. Oh, so, I mean, you're going to, if you go to the dunes here, you're going to see anyone that's, if you go for a Saturday, you're going to see whoever went there for a Saturday multiple times. Yes. You're going to see, wow, that truck's cool. And you're going to see it 20 more times that day. And I like in Silver Lake, if you see a cool truck, most of the time people are, the, if you go up to them, say, hey, nice truck. They'll have a good conversation. Yep. They'll, they're they're one-to-one people. They're down to earth people. Yep. And I think, uh, what about like the variety? So like the variety of things you see up here, like. You'll see people taking stock front wheel drive cars. Oh, quads, dirt bikes, everything. sand rails, home built things. I've seen Porsches up there. Porsches. Yep. The other day there was the all wheel drive Charger up there. Yeah. People were freaking about. Yeah. The monster truck. And we have all the the new like test vehicles. Like the other day I just saw the new Bronco out. Yeah, that is pretty something. Yeah, with having uh Detroit mm-hmm. being what's Detroit probably like three three and a half three, hours it's away. Three hours. Yeah. So a lot of the, the big three motor companies come to Silver Lake, do a lot of testing yep. here. They got them all wrapped up with their like Christmas wrapping papers. They do, yeah, they so do wrap you, them you're up. You're not supposed to see what they are. And they and they go hard with them. A big group of them came in the golf course a couple weeks ago and like everything was threat. They went through three tires, they said, two like bumpers, all the bumpers were off. So they really are just trying to like break they, them. They out break there. them, yeah. yeah they're, they're trying they test to make everything. Them fail. Okay. Yeah, see, like I've seen them out there a couple times mm-hmm. and or see them at the gas station like when they're coming in and Yeah. That's something that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, with the, like the Bronco just got re-released and it's mm-hmm. like those things were here in Silver Lake in this tiny little area before before now they're at dealerships all across yeah. the country. It's kind of a unique thing that's that's the thing with like Silver Lake. There's a lot of just weird unique things and I, I think every place kind of has all their own unique things. Right. You know? Glamis being unique of like it's massive, right? So and you can get. I bet, I'm sure movies are filmed out in Glamis and stuff. Oh yeah, yep. Where we don't have that, but we have the little testers. Yep. So, other than doing that, what type of? Uh, I guess yeah, like the golf course stuff and people coming over. I know you've had people jump the green. You got to jump yep. in the woods. Got to jump in the woods. How did that all like kind of get rolling? I've. I've been around for a couple of these things, Yep. but there's also been, you know, so I don't really know the origin story of how did that kind of come about to think it was a good idea to invite Wilkie over to jump the green. Um, actually, Wilkie and I met in a really awkward way. It was uh, the first year he was at Dirt Fest. I was like, dad, I got to go to a Dirt Fest. Like, this is like my idol. I've, I want to meet him. And then my dad was like, well, we have a wedding. You, we can't go because it, it's July. We're, we're slammed at the golf course. Yeah, you guys are booked with events yeah. like, every weekend. So I, my dad was like, you can't go. I'm like, oh, dad, I really want to see him. He's like, you know what? Get him here. Bring this crew. I don't care who it is. I'll buy him dinner. I'm like, deal. I'll, I'll DM him right now. I DM, it was like 7 in the morning. I was mowing the greens. I was on hole 7. I remember this like clear. I was I was like, hey. I DM him, hey, come on over. I'll feed you this. I own I own this. I We have all this legit stuff. And then... Neil Griffin, uh, Blake was like, he goes to Neil Griffin, he goes, hey, who's this kid who wants to give me a bunch of, like, free booze and stuff? And then he was like, oh, he's legit. So we started talking. I remember I sent him a picture of, like, the property. He was like, hey, we have all this cool stuff. Like, you bring your bug out. Well, he blew up his bug that year, so he was, like, bummed about mm-hmm. that. Yep. And that's how I met 
got tight with Tyson and Luke and all them. So that that was the whole day. Okay, so that was kind of like that was that dirt was fast that year. Which year was that? That was what twenty seventeen. Was uh, sixteen or seven? I think seventeen. Whatever the first year was. Okay. Yeah. So that know. was like the year that I met up with everyone. Okay. And like started talking and becoming friends. Um, and then Blake came over to the golf course. A lot of people were there. A lot of video. And then we were like, he was scoping out the golf course, and he was like, "I'm gonna jump that green." I'm coming back next year. I'm going to jump it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then my dad was like, you're not going to jump that green. Uh, came back next year. And Drew, I go back. Drew and I have always been, have, we've always had the, the, the past of jumping like little bikes. of just off of ramps and yeah, just anything we could jump. We've just been jumping. So Drew and I are like, yes, we're jumping the green. Um, comes back second year. And, He's like, hey, we're jumping the green, right? I'm like, yeah, we're jumping the green. I'm like, Dad, um, go go up to the barn real quick. We unload his bug. I text Blake, I'm like, yo, we're ready. Let's go. And then he's like, yeah, we're we're all good, right? I'm like, yeah, we're good. So we, we fired up. Dad hears the motor. He goes, oh gosh. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Dad, you're you're not stopping this. We're we're doing it. He goes, all right, you guys you guys are fine. So then we just start jumping and people start coming over and we had. I think Luke Tyson, Blake, we're all jumping the green. Things got messed up. <laughs> That's when uh, things got expensive, and but it was all good. Blake was really he paid for all the damages, Stretty. So we we all it all worked out really good in the end. Yeah, for what it's turned into now. Mm-hmm. So kind of how did that escalate now to where you have property that's across the street from the golf yeah. course, and now you've. You know, you have the Jeep course that you got to build over there. Yep. You've also got not a Jeep jump out there. <laughs> it's not a Jeep jump. So kind of how to, that that's kind of probably what I would guess then triggered and kind of started it, that type of stuff. Yeah, he was, it was last year. I can't remember. He called us. He goes, hey, I know you don't want us to jump because we've jumped the green twice now, two times in two, two years. And uh, he was like, hey, I know we keep screwing it up every year. Is there a way we can jump anything else in your property? He's like, because there was talk of us building up like a trophy truck, like stadium course track. Yep. He goes, is there anything we can do? I'm like, yeah, we. I'll get a dozer in. So we got a dozer in and we, we started shaping for that jump. Yep. We built we built the Jeep track first, but knowing he wanted to jump, we built the jump along with Jeep course. Okay. So all that happened that same year. Because I remember... I came to the Jeep event and was there one year. I think the first year that you guys built the course, I remember it being yes. there. I don't So that was like when there was all the, I don't know, vendor row was set yep. up and there was tons Oh, you're right. Jeep. We didn't have the jump back then. No, I think that was still the year that they jumped the green. Yes. And I think my truck was still in development. I was like looking, I was like, I know, I'm pretty much that's where I was like, they were like, I don't know who asked me, like, you going to jump? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, can you do a test? And like, no, no test hits because you can't land on the green. You have right. to clear it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm like still, that was I like my first day. year of driving my truck. So I yeah. was like, I was like the biggest jump I've jumped to date now is like 20 or 30 foot. That's like, <laughs> what I don't know. What would you say? That was probably like a 70, 80 foot. Um, the biggest, so jumping the actual green like over the flag and everything is 177 feet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't committing to that. Yeah. My, my first year driving my truck, so I was out. 
the new jump we have out in the woods is 170 foot to okay. the that's the farthest you want to go if you go any farther bottom. than that you yeah you, okay. you flat land you you hurt yeah the jump in the woods is sweet i was i definitely glad i got a little mm-hmm. more redemption this year unfortunately my fuel pump was going on it's two oh, years in a row now was? yeah so like the reason you saw I was sitting up in those woods mm-hmm. and I kept shutting my truck off. Yeah. Because my fuel pump was dying and what it was doing, it was overheating the, the motor in the pump. Yeah. It was overheating. So I was able to get a little bit of jump out if I'd shut the thing off and let it, it it's an intake cool pump. So it'd cool down. Yep. I'd fire it up and just punch it. And it would, it was like four out of five times I was good. And it got to the point I, I think I jumped the jump like six or seven times. Yep. And about this. It was the second to last and the last one. Mm-hmm. It died. My truck was dying going off the face, Ooh. which caused me to start going into a little nose bit of end. nosedive. Yep. And I did that twice in a row. And I, I really didn't want to quit because I was just getting to the point of like, I need to go further. And yeah, you're uncomfortable. Yeah. And it was like second year in a row because the first year, I don't remember. I think it was just myself. I couldn't you, get enough speed. Torque converter, yeah, yeah. I had way too low of a torque converter. I couldn't get enough speeds. And so same thing. I kind of. I kind of bowed out of that, and I was like, whatever, I'll come back. Right. So maybe 30 years of charm for me. I'll get it dialed in. Bring it over. The jump's still set up. Oh, yeah. Maybe. We might have to go over there. I was filming for a TikTok yesterday, and we jumped the Razor. It's, we have a smaller jump, a little side-by-side jump. It's like like 30 foot. And I was jumping. Some kid was like, hey, in a comment, jump the Razor over a bonfire. So I was jumping the Razor over a bonfire the other day. You just started a fire out there? Yeah, I started. Fire. I put a box out and lit on fire. I was like, hey. Here we go. <laughs> nice. So everything's still, everything's still set up. Sweet. Sweet. Jump I might. I need to come over because I got a new fuel pump now. Good. It's, it's not dying. Good. It, the last one I did, it was like I was coming over and I just remember it. looking at the videos. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But I remember jumping it in my truck and I, I was like looking at ground, looking at ground. And I was just like, I knew I was going to be good, mm-hmm. but I knew at the same time where I just kind of was just like, if you keep doing this, you're going to. Yeah. And badly. Like, yep. you need to stop. One of those kind of, like, quit while you're ahead things. I had already blown a tire off be- at that point. That's, yeah, I remember So, that. I was just like, all right, I'm done. I'll take what I got. Have you gone for a whole, like, ride along the track? Not in my truck. I have been out there and done, like, um, just, like, ride. I think I rode around with you in a side-by-side okay. and checked it out. Yep. So, we have a pretty gnarly whoop section. Like, big whoops. It's meant for Jeeps just to, like cruise over really slow uh-huh. but uh craig from florida or not florida from california little dog catcher craig yep okay him and i and he was like oh these are some big whoops i'm gonna hit them not knowing i didn't in his him. but he's got a beamed and linked truck yeah he's got it's, yeah it's beamed and linked coils i know it's it's leaf sprung in the rear okay yeah it is leaf sprung yep. yeah it's just a little toyota and it does really good but he was like i'm gonna hit these whoops and i was like uh i said uh and he just hit it i'm like all right let's go and i i tightened up knowing that they're way too big for any truck <laughs> and we hit so hard <laughs> it was it was so much fun thank you for not breaking anything but it was it was fun so that was something we kind of skipped past we got into trucks but i did want to go on like uh the jeep event is the yes. jeep event one of the biggest events you do as jeep, far as like people wise yes jeep Jeep Invasion, we normally have. Last year, we registered over a thousand vehicles. Yeah, Jeep, Jeep Invasion is insane. And if you average like a family, because Jeep people are family people, if mm-hmm. you average a couple of two or three, well, that's like a couple thousand people. That's nuts. So then, 
so now yeah you have the jeep course that you built so people mm-hmm. now are able to go off and yeah like yes it's kind of like a like a crawler is, is it really does it get really technical or is it based on like trying to get people just the average jeep person out there is able to do it we built it for the average it's a stock jeep any stock jeep can go out there you can get their little fiat jeep out there because every obstacle has a bypass around oh, okay it. so you don't so have to everyone get their tires dirty there's everyone get their tires wet um but there's also obstacles that i've never seen jeeps get over just because out they're there. Okay. yeah they're they're hard they're there's rocks there's tires so we we built it extreme and yet like beatable so as far as so like what kind of other events besides the jeep stuff do you have that goes on over there then like a big i mean you guys do a lot of weddings at the we do a lot of weddings we this year we had bronco takeover oh okay yep which was supposed to happen but due to covid it didn't happen and they were gonna rent out the track um there was talk of a raptor takeover um that was gonna happen we're gonna build a track for raptors um there was jeep invasion still happening this year yeah it got moved till is it september, september sometime? end of september okay. yeah hoping this drops before then so that'll be good for a little yeah. uh yeah we got some jeep info in there for the jeep people yeah. so if you got a jeep and you are listening to this and i dropped it on time and not after <laughs> yes come on out to golden sands and get registered and this year is we're we're doing it weird so instead of having the midway out the golf course we're spreading i don't know if this is released yet we're spreading it out to businesses so like hmm. well i know let's say general tire is at like the golf course let's say the kc lights is at dune land so and they have raffles going on because we're still doing the raffles we're still, we're still giving away stuff but you have to go to those places into the businesses to get oh so it kind of like separates all the people just for kind social of, distancing yeah i got you yeah instead of having yes. a thousand jeeps all in one location yes. and the people and you're going to try to get people dispersed right at a slower rate of travel too so okay yeah so the parade that always happens from you guys's place yes of jeeps that i remember i was in the dunes like actually I think I was at the golf course and right they were like assembling and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm out. I got to get to the yeah, dunes. Yeah, you, you want to be ahead of that. So I pieced out, went to the dunes and I was running some laps and I remember coming over a hill and they were coming in the entrance. Mm-hmm. I think I was coming at Test Hill like to go up and over the hill and there was a line and I was like, oh, I'll just, I guess I'm going to wait. Yeah. I remember sitting there and just like got to the point, I, was, I don't know how long I sat there, but it's a nonstop steady line. It's like a line of ants. Yeah, just that are crawling. Just crawling, yep, they're going super, and they do that all the way from the golf, which, how, what are you, like, two, three miles? Two, yeah, something, I think it's like from the golf course. Or so they do a parade from your golf course, and they, like, it shuts everything down. It's, pretty yeah, much. we go downtown, it's, yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's either people hate it, or they love it. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, I mean, for me, as once that happened, yeah, I just pieced out and came home. I was yep. like, okay, I'm done with the dunes now right. for the day. Uh, the Jeeps just took it over. Yep. Hence Jeep takeover. Yep. It's, they literally, when just, when we got 450 acres and you have 1,000 Jeeps, they win. They, they take it they over. They take over. <laughs> so, yeah, any other event, you know, the takeover, like the Bronco takeovers, like the pre-runner yep. takeovers, it's like. Oh, we had pre-runner invasion too. We had that set up this year, but didn't oh, happen. Oh, yeah, didn't happen. And long travel. And here's on the dunes. So hopefully next year, no COVID, 
Yes. All the, you're going to be hosting a lot more events at yeah, the golf course. Normally, we're booked up with an event every weekend. Sometimes, two, most of the time, two week, two. So Friday night and Saturday night, we have an event. And that's something that's pretty, you know, and that's that's kind of one of those things that is like a silver lake niche of mm-hmm. being able to have these events. I mean, I know other dunes will have like event, you know, like yeah. uh, Oklahoma. I'm going down there for UTV Invasion. Yeah. But the thing about here is like, yeah, it's like you guys have a uh, a restaurant, a bar. People can yep. come out and eat. You have, yeah. We have that. the space for, that's the biggest thing. We have the space. Yes. The park thousand jeeps on the golf course yep and we're, we're we do that so if and people come out and they're like hey i want i want to have this event but don't know where to put everyone we're like oh yeah we're flexible we'll we'll close down our golf course yeah you guys are you you might be i don't i'm not huge into golf but you might be the only golf course that i know of that you know yeah it has people jumping the green jeeps driving through the woods it's, you know it's, yeah a lot of people are like you want you, you let Jeeps on your golf course? <laughs> We're like, grass will grow back, memories won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good uh, good little slogan there. So what about, so I don't know anything about golf, but what about for like people that might be listening? Because that's one of the things is I do know people that come up here camping. Oh, yeah. And then it's like they go to the dunes. They might have a tea time in yeah. the morning and go golfing and then yeah, go to the dunes in the, the afternoon. Yeah. So something for like what would what attracts maybe golfers to your course as far as like from a golfer standpoint like i know you're big into golf obviously and right you play i was i was a big golfer in high school i still am a big golfer um we number one wilkie jump we have people that drive from like chicago they just come up and like is this the golf course that wilkie jumped and we're like yeah and they're like can we go out and just take pictures we're like, yeah, you can go do that. Wow, really? You yeah. People, like, that's pretty nuts. Um, So just allowing people like that. And we have posters and stuff up of everything that we've done. Um, We've put up. And a lot of people, like like Drew and I, we'll go jet skiing some days. If it's a dead day, we'll go jet skiing in the ponds. And Yeah. So I've seen, like, boats being towed behind yep. things and yep. jet skis in ponds. So a lot of people are like, oh, this is cool. Like, that happened here? We're like, yeah, we've. We, we do that. So just being, and we, we know the limits of the golf course, like if it's going to hurt it. And I, yeah. I, I fix, I, I am the person who's, well, yeah, you're it. the groundskeeper. Yeah. So, so <laughs> it's your job. Whatever. I, I know the limits of what I want to fix and whatnot, but our golf course is, it's definitely a family course. It's not the longest course. It's not the shortest course. Um, we have a kid's section, kid's tees. So you can bring the family out and you can golf. We have the full liquor license, full restaurant. So you're ha- you're having a full day. You can make it last an hour, or you can make a full day out of your golf trip. So okay. if like, you if you wanted to go to the dunes, and like let's say your wife doesn't wake up until nine a.m., which is the dunes open, but you wake up at seven, come to the golf course. You can golf with your boys. Wake up. You have the wife wake up. You're in the dunes. Yeah. Yeah. So that be. You you get a lot. Do you get a lot more traffic of yeah dooners who are up here and then want to yeah break away for some golfing? We do. That's exactly what they do. They were like, I'm just. They're like the dunes are busy. I'm tired, or my truck's broken. I'm going golfing. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's kind of uh, it makes sense to wrap yeah mm-hmm. the event you guys do and kind of the involvement you are yeah. with everything all into it. That's pretty cool. Um. What else? What about? I just lost my train of thought now. Winter living. 
Yeah, it gets pretty dead here. I've only so I've experienced one winter. One winter, that's it. Yep. So yeah, because we we moved up here. Um, what was it last last spring? Mm-hmm. So like last year, I mean, I still made it out to the dunes quite a bit, but right. like the beginning of the year was You're moving packed. and getting settled here and making you know changes on the new house and stuff like that, and then yep. going into winter. It was kind of, yeah, it was crazy busy summer and then into winter and it was just like nothing. There's no people here. Shuts down. Well, that's, that's another thing people don't get that when the dunes shut down or I'd say when people go back to school, like when summer stops, it's like summer stops, tourism, it stops. Yeah. It's just locals pretty much. You have the weekend people, but during the week I'll go out on a Tuesday afternoon and I'm legit the only one out there for hours. Yeah. That's like, uh, I was because we moved last year yeah i really didn't get heavy into like going to the dunes um until probably about this time last year whereas like this year i've been out there like four days a week Mm -hmm. since they've been open and it's because i remember last year i was like i was just thinking of this the other day most of my trips to the dunes i was like wearing a sweatshirt where like this year i've been like in a t-shirt sweating because it's middle of summer and it's busy and i was just thinking about that the other day i was like man the best for me, like the best dune time is like getting end of August, September. Like that's that's when my dune season starts. <laughs> yeah, that's well, yeah. So you're so busy that you, yeah, with the golf course and doing events and stuff like that, that it takes yep. your time away. But once that stuff starts freeing up, then you get then your I time go, to go over there. Yeah. And so now you're gonna be now you gotta put your jeep back together first. That's right. So <laughs> is that what? Uh, how much are you getting? Pretty close on that. You it's, still got quite a bit. It's coming along. It is. It could be close, but I don't want to. I want to make it right. Yeah. Don't I don't want to half it. it. So, I'm taking the time. I'm not gonna. I'm not pulling the two a.m. nights to where I'm just like, all right. I'm. I just want this thing done. Yeah. I'm. I get home at eight, and I'm like, all right. I'll work on it for an hour, and then when I get tired, I'm. I'm like, all right. I'm done. So. Whenever I do have time, I work on it. But it's am I going for speed? No. If it gets done, I'm I'm still hoping it gets done. I plan on getting it done. But if it doesn't, say I don't have shocks, yeah. like I'm not gonna be crying. Yeah. So then something that is taking up your time since then is the limo. The limo. We gotta talk about the limo. We gotta talk about the limo. Limo. So yeah, what what is the origin behind the limo? Of why do you have a limo with an air horn and bullhorns on the front of it? So, I graduated this, I guess this summer, July, and after graduation, I'm take. I took the night off. I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cruise down Pentwater, because I, I don't do that. I don't go to Pentwater. I'm just like, I'm gonna be a tourist one yeah, day. Yeah, that's. It is kind of funny. We have all the. We live in tourist, like yeah. tourist towns all yeah. up and down the lakeshore. Yep. And that's one of those things where it's just like I get asked people like. Oh, what's what's a good place to eat in Pentwater? I go. I only go there like once a summer. I don't know any of the restaurants. No, I'm that's sorry. it. I know Golden Sands is good. Um, you know the Mexican restaurant <laughs> yep. in town is good. I know what's here, but yeah, you don't. It's the people amazing. You don't. You don't get out. No, but so I took the night off. I was like, I'm just cruising down Pentwater with a couple friends. I go. I'm thanking all the people because I just graduated. I'm like, hey, thanks for shaping my life. Because these are all business owners. I, I really like business stuff. So I went to the pub. I was thanking him. He goes, was, we were going through memories. And I was like, hey, do you still have that limo? 
He goes, yeah, I'm trying to sell it. No one wants to buy it. I'm like, I'm buying it. <laughs> just that. So it was that, that. I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, I'm buying it. And the next morning I woke up, I'm like, oh, I just bought a limo. What am I going to do with a limo? <laughs> so it was that impulsive. It was like, yeah, it was that impulsive. I'm like, you know what? Because I haven't even seen it yet. I was just like. Oh, you bought it sight unseen. I, I bought it sight unseen. I was like, all right, I think. Because I was, I went, I was like giving him money the next morning. And I went and cruised by. I'm like, eh, it's not bad. I'm like, I got to buy it anyway. So I went and bought it. Hey, so what is it? So people know what we're talking about. What what years oh, it so, will make. So it's a Cadillac um, 89. I don't know what. It's just the yeah, Cadillac so, limo. Yeah. So the people have a. Yeah. It's not like it's like a pearly white picking no, you up to go to prom or fancy dinner. It's. It's this, maybe an '89. It was. Yeah. No, but it's, it's an '89 blue, blue Cadillac, and it's not pretty on the outside. That was like the main thing of like. All right, I did always have this vision of putting bullhorns on it. That was really a main reason why I wanted a limo, and it was this limo in particular because I was like, I can drill through the hood. I don't care. So I drilled through the hood, put longhorns on it, put some my grandpa's train or not train horns. They're like air boat horns. Yep. Put those on it. Called the horny limo. <laughs> Put some stickers on it for Bucket Bros, and oh, people love it. You got new. You saw it. It was a good impulse buy. Yes, I'm. I'm so happy with it because now I we road trip with it, so we go out and do like all these film stuff, like film gigs, and I can put all the equipment in it. I can put as many people as I need in it, and I just like we went to Traverse City one day in the limo, and we it made it. We camped in it. I yeah, what have you have you had to do? So you had to do. Other than the, the accessories of the bull horns and the uh, um, air horn, have you actually had to put any work into it, or has it just been pure enjoyment? Drew broke the exhaust one day because <laughs> he, like, scraped on our driveway or something. I don't know what he did. Took it downtown one day, came back, exhaust hanging down. I was like... Uh, that's not that big of a deal. It's really... I just threw a couple new welds on not it. Not like... Yeah, it's not like you're driving and the wheel falls off. No. fix a whole bunch of stuff. I did, I did go through and... I did clean it, guys. Like, it's not... It is safe <laughs> to get in. <laughs> Now don't take a black light inside, but oh boy, I I don't dare to do that. <laughs> but Lysol is definitely used. Um, but it's it's just it's fun. We do have a big stereo system, so I did swap out speakers. There was all wired. Gotta put seven grand in the audio and like receipts. Seven grand wow. back in two thousand one. So and it's all still in there. It's all still in there. Other than I. I took my, I had a system in my Jeep, but I have rugged headsets, so I don't use the system. So I took the system out, put that in the Jeep or the limo, like the, the I have a kick 12 inch sub, put that in, replace the 10 to a 12 and just put a couple new speakers just to be updated. So it's like, yeah. So that thing is the ultimate road trip view. It's, it's, it's the road trip view. Oh, and I, out of my Duramax, my truck, my daily driver, I ripped the radio out, cut it out and put it in the limo just cause I wanted Bluetooth. <laughs> and I drove my truck around for like two weeks with no radio, just because you need. Just because I want, because I drove the limo more. <laughs> so I actually do drive daily drive the limo. I actually just got called by the state police though. They're like, "Hey, are you driving the limo?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's mine." They're like, "All right, I don't think you can do that if because we just looked up your license. You don't have a um, chauffeur license." Mm. I'm like, "But it's for personal use." Yeah, like, yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. If you're not making money on it, you're fine. Yeah, they probably don't have too many people that are like, oh no, this is like just what I get around. It. Yeah, no, I just I'm... drive. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not. Uh, yeah, you're not setting up a chauffeur business and. Uh... Yeah, I'm getting DMs though from guy out in California. 
bottle, same limo, but it's pearly white. He's like, yo, you inspired me to buy this limo. Can I get some stickers to make it look like yours? I'm like, yeah, I'll ship them out. And the guy yesterday bought one. He lives in Michigan. He goes, hey, can uh, I drive out and we have a limo gang? Like You're going to have limo invasion at the yeah, golf course. Yeah, we need a limo invasion. Have, pretty soon, the golf course is going to be littered with limos. So there's there's people out there like limos. So getting into, you brought up like you've been uh, making like content and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's like, what's the idea or the goal or is it just stuff you're doing for fun? Like, what's the idea of like, you're somebody that I've known, you're constantly yeah, doing stuff. You and Drew, yep. the other half of Bucket Brothers, we haven't mentioned him, but Drew, yeah, your brother. Today. Huh? He couldn't come today. He was, he was out working. Oh. The, um, you guys though, constantly, yeah, whether it's out on the dunes or you're at your golf course in your limo. Always video. Is it just because like, where did your interest kind of start from that type of stuff? I don't know exactly when it started. Um, I guess just watching a couple of vloggers when we were young, we were like, oh, this is cool. And we just were like, oh, I'm going to start video. Cause we, all right, we would show people at the bar like what we did that day and we took video of it and we're like here this is what we did and then they liked it so we just kept taking more and more and more video and now we're at the point where i do a lot of like instagram stories a lot of instagram i do a lot of tiktoks i'm decently big on tiktok now yeah that's what i so i'm already it sucks to say i'm not that old but i like i don't have tiktok i right i have an instagram and i do instagram stuff. instagram is i think is more like I would rather be bigger on Instagram than TikTok. Okay. Just because it's it's harder to get big on Instagram, I feel like. I would say other than you, the only thing I know about Instagram is its dances. But then yep. what you do on TikTok is Yeah, so I'm totally different. Yeah, you don't do you're not doing the dances. No, like, not at all. So I do like little mini vlogs, I like skits kind of thing. Okay. Vlog skits to where they're all action packed sports skits. So we're like that's where you're getting like that's the boat getting... you're pulling behind yeah, the, so... the razors through the pond yep. and you're doing all that kind the of the surfing in the ponds, the jumping the razor over fire pits, the Okay. And so that's like the the kind of content that you mm-hmm. create and get into. And it's weird cuz I can post, let's say I use someone else's audio like a dance audio cuz I'm let's say make a little cinematography video of like the sunset. I'll get like 400 likes. When my other videos get like 30,000 likes. So they're used, I think they're used to my voice. Cause I always start it with like hand motion and me talking and like a traditional will video and it goes big, but when you can use someone else's and they don't know it doesn't go big. Yeah. It's all the algorithm it's, stuff. It's weird. It really is. I know with like the Instagram, that's like, it's kind of a thing, you know, even me getting to like this stuff, it's Instagram for me. I come from a different, you know, it's kind of weird to see like the generations I come from when mm-hmm. I was getting into like trucks and trying to find information and like stuff like that. It was yeah. still in like, um, forums. like forums. Yeah. And so forums were like huge for me. I was members on a lot of forums. I did a lot of like lurking. I didn't really mm-hmm. always do a lot of posing, but constantly just reading through stuff, yeah. and finding info. And then I would, once I got to the point where I started like building my truck and getting more into it, I would start posting stuff and I kind of, I was like, I like tracking this stuff and logging it. Well, it got to the point where the forums that I was using, like started like changing their format and I didn't, 
it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I don't want to relearn like the the uploading yeah. site that for my pictures changed, and now I had to like figure something else out. And at the same time, it is about the time that I had an Instagram, but I'd never used it. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got, I was like, you know what? I I was building my truck at the time, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'll just use this Instagram kind of like a forum and I'm just going to start posting just build my build pictures on there and that kind of that's how it started for me and it just kind of you know I think I've had it for three or four years Mm -hmm. to where now it's you know if you scroll way back in the beginning of time it's you know my truck it's pretty much most of my posts are I like the timeline of it of yeah it really is I mean most people I don't feel generally scroll all the way down to like people's mm. old stuff. Right. But if you do, it is like a crazy cool timeline yeah. of like, wow, this is the stuff that I've done. And it's, it's nice to like have that stuff in one place, you know, cause yeah, I'm mm-hmm. somebody that I take a lot of videos, a lot of pictures of stuff. I like, I just like, I've yeah, always you like been, me- they like the memories. Of yeah. Them. And yeah. I've, I've always been big into like media and like, yes, for me, a lot of it was like growing up racing dirt bikes is what I did. And I was obsessed with like moto movies, you know, like mm-hmm. Krusty's of Demons was like huge for me, like that type of stuff. Then it gets into like X Games was huge and you start yep. getting video parts. And that's a big thing, you know, like Real Moto X is like an actual a video part competition, is it an X Games competition now? That's yeah. like, you know, kind of always drove, that's been my like, kind of I guess what I look to is mm-hmm. it's always inspired me that type of stuff and it's just translated now into the truck stuff I do right so now, for you now then coming up you're from another generation than me right. where that's you know because I I kind of I have a lot of like my friends where it's like they don't do the pictures no. and video thing as much as I do and it's just like what are you always taking pictures and videos for and it's for me, I just like having the memories, you know, mm-hmm. like this computer right here. I think I have 8,500 pictures and videos on this thing. Oh, yeah. Where it's, and it's just like, and I have a one, yeah, I have a one terabyte memory that's like full too. I, I have, need to go get another one. I have one. a full one. Where yeah. it's, it's just nice to, I get to the point, it, I mean, not often, but like every once in a while, I'll come here and I just start scrolling back through stuff and like literally bring memory back that I was like, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And now, like, I just watched this one five-minute video I made four years ago, and I, I remember that whole weekend now. Yeah. You know, it kind of is, it's kind of like it's that. It's the newer age scrapbooking, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of different. I So, yeah, I have a, I do still have a box of, like, printed Actual out pictures photos. of, like, my childhood growing up. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have that. Which nowadays, it's all, it's all online, and it's yeah. all with social media stuff, and content, Facebook. and... You know, that's maybe something that yeah, a generation you're in is a little bit, you know, you're much more accustomed to it. It's mm-hmm. not as out of the ordinary to see that type of stuff. It's my little sister. She's Izzy Kalinda. She's eight. And she is so, she she's amazing. She, in front of a camera, she's going to, she's going to grow up and be like an Instagram model or something. Like, I don't know what you call it. Influencer. Yeah. Because she's, she's like vlogging. Just on her phone, like and on, just casual. With yeah, it. just casual, and she's yep. like, yeah, and she's making baking videos on TikTok. She like puts her phone up. This is how you bake cookies, and it's really cool to see that eight years old. Like I wasn't doing that. Yeah, most eight year olds aren't. Like I guess they are, but she, 
I don't know. She excels different than others. Yeah, and it is something it. that's really interesting. I think about a lot for my, because I'm somebody. I'm not like, I would say I'm not like too critical of myself of like, but at the same time when I I've tried making some videos and I really yep. don't video myself much. No, and it's it takes a point to yeah. Accept. It's really got to be something that like I'm really into to go. All right, I'll talk in front of the camera because. Right. It's just something I had did not grow up and am used to in doing where yeah. the generation now is just a normal, it's a normal mm-hmm. thing. So it is, you know, I get, it's kind of something where I think about how, you know, for me, if I am making a video where I'm like videoing myself and I'm yeah. talking to the camera, I'm like very conscious that I'm talking to the oh, camera yeah. right now. And it's kind of hard to get over that of like. Just act normal. You're like Just be yourself. You know, I watched the video later and you're like, why is your voice different? You're talking different. Yeah. No, that's the biggest thing. Your voice is the biggest thing you just, you normally don't like. Yup. Yeah. You, it, it's a totally, you hear it differently when you hear it back right. through than what you hear it in your head. So yeah, it's a very th- different thing where, yeah, people nowadays and people coming up, it's much different, but you're also someone with your content. You seem not to mind that. And I always go by if someone's always watching so might as well have a lot of people watching yeah so if that's i'm the motto with it and if i pretend i have a camera in front of me i'm gonna try to stay the same like 24 7 how i want to be yeah so if how i am like i just live my life like how i would not be on camera pretty much i guess yeah it's very you know that's it's something it's something I'm working on because I do have I have like ideas that I you know as far as content I want to mm-hmm. create I just it's more of I look at it as a hobby for me oh yeah for definitely. me it is you know I think maybe some people might have a viewpoint of like why are you, why are you videoing all this stuff or why do mm-hmm. you do that like you just want to show off or what the reasoning and it's like no, that's nothing of that. I just really, just really enjoy, you enjoy making content, making content and making videos and doing this stuff yeah. to the point where, you know, I have several videos I actually started that I've never released because I just didn't like the outcome. Same. I, where I do it and it was just like, man, and that's kind of the hobby part of it is just like I had an idea. It was super cool in my head. Right. I filmed it and did it. But then I got back and I go, man, those shots did not come out how I Wanted. pictured them. So then it's like all right, back to the drawing board. And that's kind of, mm-hmm. there's a lot of times I'll have, you know, if I have an idea of a video I put out, it's it's taken a few times. Right. Because then I, I get it done. I go, nope, I need to go redo this because mm-hmm. it will come across differently how I want. I always, like, let's say, um, I always, when I'm mowing and I see, when I hear a song that I really like, I'm like, oh, this would be a really good video. I stop what I'm doing. I get out my phone. I write down, like, what section, like, what I feel like would be really cool. And mine, I have like hundreds of notes just for video stuff. That's pretty funny. I got the same thing. Yeah. So I have a, my Spotify. I use Spotify yep. to like listen to most music and stuff. And I have an a, I have two playlists that are both ones called video edit songs. Yeah. Because I literally like, and for me that's another big part. I'm hu- I do I love music, so I'm huge into mm-hmm. music. And so like, for me it's like watching a video that like moves you watching a video that's kind of that feeling like that's what the addiction is of like growing up and watching a video that was like i want to go do that that was so Mm -hmm. cool i i want to go do that now and that's kind of 
what I'm trying to do now is where it's like, man, I just want to make a video that makes people do that. I want to make yeah. something that then I want I want to have somebody tell me like, dude, your video that you made made me do this. Right. That's like the ultimate goal. And a big part of that is like the vibe you come across with the, the right song, yep. the right shots of what you're doing, the right kind of like, are you trying to tell a story? Are you trying to just like make a banger video of like, oh, this is super cool. We got, you know, yeah. we did all these jumps. Let's just make a video where it's just nothing the but jumps in this song. And it is funny as, yeah, I listen to a lot of like um, new playlists, like suggested music. Yeah. I'm always trying to like hear you something new. new. Yeah. And exactly, like, you get that moment where, same thing, I'll be in the moment, the song will come out, and it'll be, like, halfway through, and I'm, like... It's just, like, it hits different. I'm like, on it. And sometimes, I've even had... I have a note section, then, too, on my phone that I use. Yeah. To where I'll even start, like, literally thinking of, like, oh, if I took my truck out and it was, like, hitting this, yeah. with this song, and then... And I've gotten... Unfortunately, I have not, like... I gotten to this point because... A lot of the times I would go, oh, sweet, I'll remember that and I'll do it later. Yeah. And then I like get home and I'm like, man, what was that song I was thinking of? And what, yep. what was what I going to do? Part? Was, yeah. Where now I get to the point of like when I'm thinking of it, mm-hmm. whatever that thought that pops in your brain, I get now it's like I got to write this down. That I, because I started making lists. Everyone makes fun of me at the golf course because I'm receipts <laughs> for like customers. I'm like, all right, I need a list. And I, I pull one out. It's used, crumpled up, and I just write on it. And yep. I put them in my wallet. They're like, well, just use your phone. I'm like, no, this works better. That's pretty fun. It's pretty interesting, and it's pretty – that's what I mean of, like, you know, for me, the video stuff, I took, like um, – I don't even remember what it was called, like, video something in high school. And that was mm-hmm. kind of, you know, the same thing. Like I said, of watching, like, action sports videos – it made me, I took this, my high school offered a video editing. We had like, I don't know, Adobe Premiere or something probably Mm -hmm. where it was like, and I, I don't even know what kind of crap videos I was making back then, but just that's what kind of got me into it. It was just like, Oh, okay. This is how you cut, you know, cut this clip and like try to develop a Mm storyline. And like all of that is wrapped into like, like I said, I look at it it's, it's a hobby. It's something that I enjoy. And then the flip side is if you do, for me, I don't post a video unless I've wa- unless I get it done and I sit here and I've watched it like fifty times. Oh, you spend so much time just watching your own video. And then Drew, my little brother, the other half, um, he gets sick of him. He goes, "Will, I'm not watching your YouTube video." I'm like, "It just came out. You gotta watch." He goes, "No, I know exactly what part it is." Yep. And then we're at the point now to where let's say I'm, we're in the car jamming and that song plays from that video. He's like, "Skip it. I don't want it." Because he's still annoyed yeah, with that song. I, I've done that with a few video yeah. edit songs where, yeah, you're editing in the same song. You, like, heard the chorus literally, like, a yep. hundred times because you're trying to, like, line stuff up. Yep. And then I'm, like, listening to Spotify sometime later, and that song comes up because I've listened to it so much, and I'm like, skip. I'm, yep, I'm, I'm over that song. But a lot. that is, it's that kind of moment for me of, like I said, like, some projects I've gotten done, mm-hmm. and I've watched them, and I've literally gotten to the end and be like... I wasted the whole weekend. That was so crappy. I don't even watch want to watch that again myself. Yeah. And that's something I'm like, if I don't want to watch it again and I made it, I'm not putting it out there. But I've had other things where I've, you know, it's, and a lot of it for me is like the truck stuff that I do. Mm-hmm. It's just one of it is that the truck still kind of blows even in my own mind of like, oh yeah, I get to a point of like, man, I, I built that thing. Like that's, and then you, you when some of these ideas come to 
fruition and you see them come out, it's just like, that's where I get that feeling. Like my own video, it, I get that feeling of watching somebody else's like some pro athlete that was, I was just like, wow, like I got that myself and I made that mm -hmm. and I don't, I post it. And if nobody likes it, I almost, I really don't care for that. But I'm like, I had so much fun making that. I spent the whole weekend doing that. Exactly. That's how you gotta be. Yep. So all that type of stuff. So what, moving forward, what kind of, cause that's what, yeah, you guys are constantly jumping stuff mm -hmm. constantly. You just try to film anything and everything you're doing. Right. We always, we're just, we have a whiteboard at the golf course if we're working and we're just like, this is a new idea. If we're going to do it, we go to the whiteboard, we write it down and a lot of them get scratched because like, all right, that's, that's dumb. It's going to hurt us. That's not, yeah, gonna, after, that's like, not going to look good for your name. <laughs> stuff like that. You let it bounce around for a while. You and, do. Like, yeah. You got about it. But if it's like good, you're like, all right, let's go do it right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. that are just like, all right, we're gonna do it right now. Oh, I don't know what the computer's doing. So it's loading photos. Hopefully it's still recording. Cool. Oh yeah. We're good. All right. Good. Sweet. Yeah. Hopefully this turns out and it doesn't go bad. Cause this is the first one. But it's still seems counting on the timeline and good. stuff's still going. So I think it's still working. Yeah. So I guess getting back, one thing I wanted to bring up, the uh, the Golden Sands restaurant, bucket bar kind of thing. What's it, you know, that's kind of, if people like, you know, want to come around and what start getting involved, for? like with what you're doing, that's probably like the best place for people to... Oh, really come around is like if they go to the restaurant they're gonna run into you I'm, they're gonna run I'm into there. your brother and yeah i'm always there i'm, I'm either there or at the dunes and you yep. can most of the time figure out where i am by my instagram stories i post like a lot of if i'm out like on a boat yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna post yeah i'm on a boat yep. but if I'm, I'm usually at the golf course normally have some i normally have one of my vehicles there either the limo the jeep a razor something like that Someone's parked really weird out on the golf course. Yeah, it's mine. <laughs> so I'm there. I'm walking around. Yeah, come find me. Definitely come up and say hi. Like, I'm not scared. I'll sit and talk to you for an hour. Yeah, and I'm that's busy. one of those things of having the place that you do with mm -hmm. that restaurant there. Yeah, it's very easy for people to yeah. get involved in. Right. You know, yeah, like you said, you, you know, this year it didn't work out quite that way, but the events of like, if you're people that have a Bronco, you're people that have a Jeep or whatever, mm -hmm. like it doesn't even have to be an event. You can just go there and yeah. get good food too. Right. I mean, what's some of the stuff like the restaurants known for, for maybe like more of the food side? Definitely our, our pizzas, really, we're really known for that. Um, we hand roll our pizzas all every day. It's new fresh pizza. So it's like the crust is like a breadstick. So it's, that's really unique. All of our bread bites are really good. So like instead of breadsticks, we have little balls like garlic knot balls yep. things and our sandwiches are rated fourth best in the west michigan side nice philly cheesesteak sandwich yeah actually i just got that last uh friday how was that it was pretty bomb yeah good yeah we we eh, we haven't maybe gotten there once a week but lately you guys are often yeah yeah lately often. we've been coming over we just found out i didn't know about the five dollar burger yeah every sunday and wednesday yeah. So yeah, we just like Wednesday. I was like, I don't want to cook. Let's go have some burgers mm -hmm. at the neighbor's house. Yeah. So, and we always have live music on Sunday too. Yeah. So like Sunday night for people that haven't been there, what's 
you know, that's one of the things, the vibe of what mm-hmm. you guys have created there. Yeah. It is a cool, you know, to, if you're just, oh, I just want to find a good restaurant it's, while I'm in town at Silver Lake to eat. Right. Going to your guys's versus somebody else in town is like, you know, maybe it, it kind of paint the picture of what you guys have out there for people to do. You know, you guys mm-hmm. have the games and different stuff. So, yeah, it's not your traditional restaurant. We, we are, all of our menus now are up front. You can, we do have menus that you can go and put at your table, but you seat yourself. It's all outside seating now. That was for COVID protection. Um, so all out, outside seating and we're family pet friendly. If you have a big group, you can bring a group of 40. If you're bringing a group of 40, suggest you call in, but you don't <laughs> <Yeah>. have to. <laughs> um, we have lots of tents, so it's all covered. So if it's raining, still come out. It's You're going to be fine. And uh, now we have a pickup window. So we'll text you and when your food's ready, and then we'll bring it out to you. And we have games for all the kids. So as you're waiting, your kids will never be bored at the table. They're not going to be playing on your phones. That's like a big thing. Like parents hate it as we're going up. Like we'll get off your phone at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. So we we have a driving range for everyone. If you want to go hit balls, go hit balls. If they're little and they want to go play in the sand, sand trap, there's a sand trap right there. We'll let them go play on it. We have bean bags. We have carpet ball, the ring toss. There's a lot of games. Yep. There's a lot. Of, and now we sell toys like Frisbees and stuff and yo-yos. So you can, there's always something to do. Yep. Yeah. And that's one of the, you know, we go over there. I don't have any kids or anything to no. run around, but you know, that it's just one of those things of like sitting outside, like getting, a, mm-hmm. getting food, but like just seeing that, like we were there the other day and like there was kids all over the yeah. golf course. Yeah. Like running around with hula hoops and doing yeah. all this stuff. And it was just. I was said something to my wife about it of how I was just like, how could like there's no restaurant maybe beside the only other restaurant was like Cracker Barrel, oh, when yeah. you could play with all those toys and yeah. yeah, that's the only thing I remember growing up as a kid, which you, not even close. No, and you eat right on the golf course too. So you have we have um, men's leagues, we have scrambles, we have tournaments at yeah. all like every day in the week, every night of the week. So you're you have entertainment just right there. First tee is like probably. Less than fifty feet from where you're eating. Yeah, we, I watched the guy whack two balls right into the pond, in the pond. right in a row. It's always the best. <laughs> it's like, and then he did the after each one, did the look back over the shoulder just, to yep. see who's looking, and it was like, oh, look down. I was I wasn't watching you, but yep. Was, oh yeah, totally. Oh, if you're out fun. there golfing at dinner time and you're like whacking balls in the pond, yeah, people are people are watching you. <laughs> There's always something to be watching. And if I go out there at dinner rush and I'm hitting balls. People will make bets with me. They're like, hey, I bet you $5 you can't get on the green. And I normally am like, all right, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, you got any like happy Gilmore style bets where you're hitting them all the way I, across the road? I can do that, yeah. You can get them to the road there? I'm from the driving range? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. I haven't hit a golf ball in a long time. I I probably definitely couldn't hit one straight. Straight's the hardest part. Yeah, I said I, I got a mean, I don't know, what is it, slice? Slice is when it goes. Yeah, if you're right, most likely it's going to go right-handed i don't know i think i would swing this way i think I'm. yeah left. right-handed or right-handed yeah if you wait which way my right hand on the bottom yeah all right yeah you're you're right-handed oh okay so then, yeah it's probably gonna curve right yep yeah that's usually what they do yep slice yeah well not a big golfer the only time i've ever golfed is so i could drive the golf carts good that's generally like <laughs> the only reason driving something driving something that's the golf course is the only legal 
place where you can drink and drive. I think. Huh. Well, in Silver Lake, anyway. Yeah, that is in. I've never thought about that, but yeah, that is like it's super illegal to drink and drive. Yeah. Unless it's in a golf cart. Yeah. Then it's like seems like it's required. Right. <laughs> yeah, we we get those people that are like, "Hey, it's a Wilkie jump, right?" And we're like, "Yeah." Oh. Like, oh, we're gonna jump your golf carts, and we're like, "No, you're not. <laughs> sign this. Sign this dotted line right here. It says if you break it, you buy it." Have you? What is uh maybe what have you had some uh pretty in, without giving uh names or disclosing people have you had some pretty uh hairy scenarios out at the golf course with yes with this people? year's not bad because we have brand new carts or brand new so people are like oh these are nice I don't want to screw them up but last year when we had our older carts I think I found two in the pond last year <laughs> like fully submerged fully just- submerged like upside down had to go with tractor in the forks lift them out did like people just leave they didn't tell you did you, you um, just had to find them I found them in the morning when I was always like mowing just like just looking and then I was like I saw something glance in my eyes I was like what is that and I turn around I stop and I just start laughing I'm like this is gonna be a fun phone call to the dad Dad, we, we got an issue. We got a cart in the pond. <laughs> and yeah, that's where it was like somebody probably only finished like two, three holes and then we're um, like piecing out. <laughs> most that was a uh, a wedding party. Oh, they, okay. they kept keys. They went and took the key, like put them in the cart and they they went for a little joy ride at night. So yeah, that's something we haven't covered. Other than other than all the events, that's a, probably the other massive thing you guys do over there is weddings. Yeah, seems like you got you're probably getting pretty close to being into wedding season. Mm-hmm. Luke Walker's at, getting married next weekend at our up. place. That'll be a fun wedding. Yeah, it'd be like pre runner. Pre runner. We jump in the green. <laughs> I'll let you. <laughs> we definitely can jump out back. He's yeah. never he's never even seen that jump. Yeah, we're gonna have to get out there. Yeah, sweet. I'll be down there. Sweet. I'll have to hopefully not have the truck broken. That's like, that is the problem with being here and going to the dunes four days a week is I also break my truck at least like once a week. Man, yes. Knock on wood. Nothing like too crazy. But it's like, like the other day I was in the dunes and I came in the entrance mm-hmm. and like coming down the hill going towards the beach, the whoops. I love that section. I yep. love all the whoops. I'm ripping through there. I'm like, sweet. Just got in. Yeah. Died, but starts dying. I've been oh. having like every fuel pump related issue this year. Really? Everything with my fuel. That's like my thing this year. That's but weird. I was. It probably took me like ten minutes to diagnose it. It was uh the wire coming off of my switch. Mm-hmm. That like pulled the wire like enough out of the terminal, and there was heat oh. like heat shrink in there. Yeah. Well, I, it took me. Somebody stopped and had a test light, and I'm sitting there test lighting all my power sources, right. trying I to find where it is, and and then. I had, luckily I had an eyelet and mm-hmm. so I'm out there like rewiring it, put it all together. There's like four or five guys around me in like stock vehicle. They, they stopped and you're like, oh, you need a hand or right. whatever. And I'm like, no, it's just, I figured it out. This is what it is. Pop it back on and I throw my belt on, fire it up and just take it off again. <laughs> like, but it's constant, it's like, it's constant stuff like that where yeah. it's just like, you know, and anymore I've, I've definitely gotten my fun out of my truck to where it's like when that stuff happens now. You know, mm-hmm. like I would, I would, I would get irritated before where it's like, oh, I just spent mm-hmm. three years building this and like, what's wrong? Where now, like the other day when that happened, it took, I had, cause I've been having so many fuel pump issues. It right. was the wire on my fuel pump switch. Mm-hmm. I just assumed my fuel pump was dead and I have a spare in my truck I carry now. <laughs> so I dropped the whole tank out in the dunes, 
took, you know, I had all my tools out, took the tires out, all this stuff, dropped the tank and I get in the tank and the pump is fine. So then I was like, uh Oh, it's a different problem. And then I went into the truck and I ended up finding it was that switch. Yeah. And I was like, I just spent 15 minutes dropping my gas tank out in the dunes in the sand for no reason for no at all. Reason. And it was one of those things where I was like, I don't even care. I'm just glad it's fixed now. Get yep. it back together and back, keep running laps. Keep running. So that's the that's been my hardest part of with going to the dunes as much as I do now. It's mm-hmm. also like constant work. Constantly. Yes, have, that was because you abuse it yeah. hundred times more than anyone else. Yeah, it's constant like yup, checking. You know, and I've learned my lesson. The first like the first year I had my truck. I had a couple instances I lost a with like bolt checks. So like I, I remember do, that in the rear, right? Yep. Yeah. You used I, your Jeep yeah, to pull we, my truck back up. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good time. Yeah. My upper link bolt on the rear, on the axle, the nut had backed itself mm-hmm. out and fallen out. And eventually then the bolt worked its way out to where like the whole axle shifted a foot over. I was like in a turn, like ripping this turn, feeling awesome. I think I was chasing somebody down even. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I just hear this pop, and my truck's, like, going sideways. sideways. And it's I'm a like, really funny picture. Yeah, I was, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I just wrecked everything. Like, my shocks are going to be junk. Yep. And luckily, I think good. we hooked a strap to your Jeep. You pulled it back sideways up for me, and I popped Pound, the bolt back in. Yeah. And I don't. I think I might have put a set of vice grips on the bolt. Yeah, because we didn't have the... I couldn't find the nut. Yeah. And then I drove it back home, and, like... That's one of those things where then from that day forward, I've done a bolt check pre-check every time mm-hmm. on my link stuff. It was about like four weeks later. I lost a tire out there because I was doing something on my tires yep. and I put the lugs on just with like a, like a, little, an electric like, impact, not a strong one. And I, and I always go through with a breaker bar. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't remember. Didn't I was it. too Russian. So I went out there and then the lug nuts fell off and same thing. I'm yep. in the dirt. It's happened to me a couple times. I did break the lug nuts on that one, so I had to. I ended Three. up stealing two lug nuts off the other side axle, <laughs> pounding those two into the other side. In the dunes. In the dunes, oh. and I drove it back home here with two two lug nuts on the one side and three lug nuts on the other. And then I went into town and found some lug nuts, or not lug nuts, the studs. Studs, yeah, nuts. yeah. So like, definitely a lot of those moments. As far as like dune stuff, what would be like? You have something that. I don't know, something that stands out as far as, like, something crazy you've seen out there or something crazy that's happened to you in, as far as, like, a, a dune thing. Like, what would you say? Like, when you break stuff? Is that what you're No, it can for? be anything. I mean, even, like, just one of those things where, you know, even something you've seen out there or something oh. you've been in or... Um, Whistling Diesel was just out there. That was really cool to see. He's, like, yeah, that 20 thing is foot a massive monster truck. truck. I've seen... Like the lifted dune buses out there. Yep. Um, I would say I know back in the day there's like pictures of like the the original Bigfoot that's been out here. Oh yeah. And, you know, and that that was kind of like uh, seeing that whistling diesel truck mm-hmm. out there. That's like was, probably the biggest truck I've ever seen out there. Yeah. No, that was definitely it was huge. And me, I have the same make model truck from yeah, a daily driver. Duramax, yep. Just his is way more intense than mine. This was really cool. I'm like wow. My truck could be that high. That's a, you know, maybe that's like, that's one of those things of like, you can go to the dunes here and you're going to see like an original like V-dub oh, yeah. chassis, no suspension with some V-dub motor mm-hmm. in it and people ripping around in those. And then you're going to see a monster truck. 
Yes. Like, occasionally. There's not a monster truck every weekend. No, not every but weekend. But when you, they do come up here, it's, mm-hmm. it, that's, that's one of the things that is, I definitely, more of like the niche thing of Silver Lake is mm-hmm. like, you don't just come here and see side-by-sides or no. this or that. You literally see everything. And a lot of custom builds that should not be like, you'd never think like, wow, I'm going to make that. Like I've seen like, there's been like the Tahoes that are long traveled out. Like you don't think about that. Yep. But they're also like the El Camino. Yeah. Casey's El Camino. Yeah. yeah. That thing is sweet. And he's been ripping that thing out there for a long time. Yeah. It's been on there forever. Yep. Yeah. What would be, that's in it. What would be like, so you start, you only started really getting into the dunes a couple years ago. What was like when you first started going out there, like who's the people maybe, or the vehicle, maybe you don't know who's the, what's the vehicles that like popped out to you the most? All right. So, Oh, I remember this day very clear. Shannon's, um, Shannon you know, Eifert. Yeah, his or Eifert. I don't know how to say his name. Anyway, but. he had like the intense truck. Yes. That could like the blue one, yep. which I now am really good friends with the new owner. Okay. Yep. Um. Yeah, that guy's Nick, out there a lot. Yeah, Nick, Water or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they come to the golf course a lot. Is he's really friends with the kids? Okay. Anyway, I was at the, at the beach and I was like, "Wow, I see that truck ripping lives all the time." Like, so I was. I just remember saying to myself. Someday I will be going that fast in one of my vehicles. Yep. And that was, that truck was jump it. Oh, and uh, Mike Higgins. Yeah. He's kind he of, got, big, that's kind of, back the, in the day. it's kind of, uh, there's like eras of like, there's people yeah. that kind of have like some legacies mm-hmm. out in the dunes. You know, like you brought up Shannon. Shannon's one of those guys who like, he's kind of like yeah. the wheelie guy. The yeah. Water he's the crop. wheelie guy. Yeah. yeah he's spent more time in a wheelie than not in a wheelie yeah. out there probably water crossings and that's what is also like you know i don't i've never really thought of it this way of just like it's like that we have our own little like uh celebrity people mm-hmm. that are just but Yo, they're definitely. not really celebrities not. because you literally can just go talk to anybody yeah that you see this vehicle and yeah it's like wow that's insane but it's like they're yeah, just an average they're not that far away from you like He's yeah. going to pass you again. Oh, he's on the beach over there. I'm going to go check this thing out. Yeah, That's kind of one of those things where, yeah, it's like you get the people. Yeah, like Mike Higgins known mm-hmm. for, you know, when he brought when he had that uh, Pro-Lite truck that he had. It was just oh, yeah. launching it all the time. All the time. That was like, I just remember, that's what people went to the dunes to see. It was like, just watch is people. Mike going to be here launching this thing this weekend? That's, yeah. that's what I'm here for. People are now calling um, Seth the new Mike Higgins. Yeah, so he just sold he his really truck. He just sold though. his truck. <laughs> so now he's now he can't be the new Mike Higgins. Yeah, but for for a little while there though, he was he was every he was sending it. Big. The mullet was flying, just flying freedom. But it is that's it's you know I it's hard for me I guess to not it's hard to understand mm-hmm. the people that only come here maybe like once a year or like yeah they or they only come here like once and then they never come mm-hmm. back and like how different it is versus someone like you or someone mm-hmm. like me that we go out there so much and there's a lot of people. I mean, there's people that every time I go out there, I see the same people out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Where, you know, you know, it's they're here just as much, you know, mm-hmm. whether they live here or they have a seasonal here or they have a camper or a cottage, whatever they're they have. There. Yeah, it's... They're, they're diehards. The people that are kind of in that, like, oh, this guy's doing that, you know, it's... Yep. 
you know, it's even like with me, like I drive my truck as fast as I do because mm-hmm. I know exactly where I'm going. I know exactly the line I'm on. Like, yeah, you're not the crazy driver that they think you're like, oh, that guy's yeah. insane for driving. No, you. I've gotten that. You're a professional driver at that point knowing exactly what's yeah. going to happen. For me, I, for my driving, I mean, it's one of those things I understand my truck mm-hmm. is very, is a, is a much more capable than a lot of others. And that's something that I encounter a lot is like, like coming up. Because the thing is that most of the place is non-directional. And oh, yeah. it gets into the point where I think it's assumed whoever the faster person is is generally like, oh, you're in out of control and we almost hit. Well, it's like, well, it takes two people to hit. Right. But it's like generally, like if I'm driving my truck fast, I have like, I don't drive my truck fast unless I have like an escape route. Yes. It's how I look at it. So like there's sections where I like rip through, but yep. there's like... There's these, you know, there's all these little hills that like people like to pop behind mm-hmm. and, you know, and whatever, a quad all of a sudden pops out. It's like the rental people. Yeah. The <laughs> rental people. And that's, you know, and I look at that and it's, it's sometimes like, oh, what are you doing there? And then I rethink about it. And I go, they don't know. Well, of course you're there. It's no non-directional. Like, like if you want to drive a quad sideways up this hill, like you can, you can't stopping you. Yeah. Other than. So then you. it's like, I, I take that on more of like. Well, it needs to be my responsibility of like, so when I come around this corner, I go, hey, people like to, for some reason to drive from behind this tree and like drive right yep. through this zone where these sweet whoops are sideways. Yeah. So I need to be prepared for that. When I'm coming up on this little hill, like I'm not really looking at the whoop. I know the truck's going to go through the whoops. Mm-hmm. I'm like staring at this little hill where I'm like waiting for someone to pop. Yeah, out. I've seen quite. It's like, all right, wait, wait. And as soon as you get to the point of like, clear like then it's definitely like flat footing it and getting the gas down so that is one of those things of i think it's it's i know there's probably people out there that feel different than me of like you you cut me off you're crazy but it's you know from my perspective i always feel very in control and very like aware yeah you you have to be you want to knock knock on wood again it's one of those things of with how much i've been out there lately it's like i don't you can't go out there that much. You know, that goes for a lot of the people I see out there doing that stuff. You can't be out there that much if you're not one of those drivers. Mm -hmm. You know, the guys that do have, you know, the people that you see out there every weekend. Right. It really is. It's like, we're all pro drivers at having fun. We're like Mm -hmm. pro fun having drivers. Cause there's no, there's no, you can't rate your level of driving like goodness out there. No, but it's just, like when I when I see people behind the vehicles and especially see them out there, it's, it's, I just know it's like I know that it's like in control of that thing, yeah. or yes. lady if they're driving whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you just for you and me we see the people out there, but it's hard to get in the mindset of like I do think about it where I'm like the lady that just wanted to bring her kids to like that are into like dirt bikes up here and check it out, yeah. and then she's like horrified because people are like flying past yep. them. I mean. I feel for him, but at the same time, I want to go fast. <laughs> right. Well, the other night I went out and I have a 900 four-seater Razor and I was out just making laughs. My little sister, she's eight and this guy pulls up with a 2020 turboed 1000 and he's like, hey, you want to run laps? I go, yeah. And I'm like, you want to lead or and then going back? He goes, oh, I can't lead. I'd, I'd fly by you. I'd dust you. And I'm just going through and I'm pulling away from him in a 900 non-turbo four-seater yep. and have a little girl with me i'm going nice and easy i thought and he comes up and goes 
why are you how do you drive so fast like what's done with this thing i'm like i just know the lines that like yeah i know what like, not's gonna hurt i know i don't have to brake check this line because i know my vehicle is gonna take it yup that's one of those things of you know like when i was out west mm-hmm when I went to Glamis, not so much as Pismo, I felt a lot more comfortable at Pismo because right. Pismo was is a very much kind of similar layout. That's what everyone's been saying you're it's on it's still bigger than Silver Lake, right. but you're it's on the ocean. It, it really all it's kind of the same. It's just bigger. Mm-hmm. Where like in Glamis, like they have bulls, they have witch's eye, they have mm-hmm. all these things that we don't have here, and I it, that's what kind of put it in perspective for me was like I felt I was a new driver again, like. Mm-hmm. since growing up here as a kid i've never i've just known this place for years right. like like the first time i came to silver lake was not in something i drove i was a passenger oh. yeah so like i was a passenger for years before i ever had my own thing same so by the time i was driving a vehicle and you know this i had only thought of this when i was out in glamis but by the time i was driving a vehicle i already knew where to go not where to go exactly so then it's just like in I don't, I would love, I wish I had a counter in my truck to like count laps. Oh, I mean, that'd be awesome. I have no clue. I can't even literally, I can't even take an educated guess on how many laps I've done out there or same for yourself. Yeah. You probably have no clue. No. But it's me, enough to know that I know every single thing out there. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and for me, it'd be hard because I drive everything. The pre-runners, the Jeeps, the side-by-sides, dirt bike squads. Like I've drove everything out there they're all different but i can drive them all yeah they're all very different unique you know that's you know i for me i'm somebody i like literally no matter what i just want to go if i'm in something i just want to go as fast as it but like what's this thing how fast can it go Mm -hmm. you know that's i get the same way but you got to know the limit like when i take my dad's jeep out the little wrangler and uh He's like, well, you just, you can't go fast. I'm like, I know, I know. And then I have the beater Jeep that I go really fast in. Yep. And just break in half. And then I got the actual Jeep that is meant to go fast and take it. Yup. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped to see the new Jeep get done. I'll get out it'll, there. It'll be, I'm hoping to get it done so I can do it this year, this season. Yeah, it'd be nice to get some, uh, some, uh, some laps. home familiar laps on it before yes. you, like I said, drive across country. It's, it's going to be so different. Yup. It's one of those things that if it's, if they're, you know, Silver Lake people, like I said, it, it really is. It's like mm-hmm. the Mecca of like a Glamis trip. Mm-hmm. Before I went on my trip, I had been thinking of going to Glamis for 10 years before I ever went out there. Of Just yeah. like, like almost thinking it's unattainable. Just like, man, someday, like someday yeah, I'm going to get it. it all together. I'm going to piece it all together and like, it's going to happen. Yeah. I've been playing this trip for, like I said, four years, I yeah. think. And I'll start at the bar at the golf course. We're like, we were watching the Dirt Alliance video. And we were like, I want to go. So then Greg was like, let's go. When do you want to go? I'm like, 2020. Yep. Well, it just works so happy because I made, I went in 2018 is when I went. So my goal goes going because it's such an undertaking. I'm going to try to go Mm -hmm. out every other year. Yeah. Every other winter. Mm -hmm. So this is my year to go out there again. And that was like, so like the first time I went, I, I think I was out there for 15 days, but I packed in Glamis, Pismo, Laughlin. I went to a race. Yeah. I was going to say you went to a race and I went to Oklahoma as well Mm -hmm. on the way back. So I went to four like destinations on the one trip, all in the one trip, which was definitely sweet. 
but I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, because the bummer was at every place. I was like, I wish, and I even, I was planning on going to Dumont mm-hmm. Dunes, but I actually cut that out because and stayed at Pismo for two extra days because I had only planned on staying there for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was having so much fun at Pismo. I was just like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to stay it's here good. and like enjoy That's more fun. of it. So, whereas this trip, I'm looking to go out there and like, I just wanted, there's so much stuff at Glamis I want to do mm-hmm. that I'm just going to stay at Glamis and try to get it in, you know, like Sand Highway. We never did that? No, well, I did, oh, did do it last year. That's one of the things I did last year, but I, we didn't we didn't like go on a destination on it. I literally just drove. I just went to Sand Highway and then like was driving up and down it like mm-hmm. in a 5-mile stretch. But it was like I was driving like for 5 miles and I'm like at 60, 70 yeah. going through whoops and like to the point, you know, in Silver Lake, for me the whoop sections aren't long enough. Like They're every not. section is like, ah, oh, all right, next lap, I'll be back in them again where Literally, I was just like, I guess I'm done with whoops now because it's been like five miles. Like, yeah, they, they let's do. turn around and do it again and head back. <laughs> but like, I know you can out there. They have like from where we were camping. I don't remember what like on the pads. I think they call them. It was like there's a restaurant bar out there, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I want to go to the bar, but saying that we didn't have enough time like scheduled for it. I was like, oh, how far is that like bar? Let's take the sand out. They're like, oh, that's like. Same thing. I, it was a it's bunch a day, of miles. It it's was a day like, trip. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's like an adventure. And I was like, wow, that's so mind blowing. Like, <laughs> I've never had to like plan a route in the sand. It's just like, just go out and yeah. When we go to our dunes, for me, I usually go out like, like if I'm gonna go out like at a sunset, I'll go out there and until you run into somebody and like yeah. you start talking. But, like, I generally go out there and probably run, like, 10 to 20 laps. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of – or or I'll, like, run run five laps, park it somewhere. Right. Talk. Oh, there's so-and-so. I'm going to go talk to them. Yep. Let the vehicle cool down. All right, vehicle's cool. I'm going to hop back in, rip mm-hmm. some laps again. And, oh, there's so-and-so. I'm going to go talk to them first. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, like, what Just I do the out day. there. I would – back when I went to school, I'd – in the fall, go to school, come home. I'd go – Grab something to eat, head to the dunes for probably an hour, come back to work because we're open still in the fall. And then we'd close probably around like six, seven, start getting less busy and go out because and then keep running laps till sunset. So I kind of had a good. This is making me want to go to the dunes. Dunes would be good. (laughs) But we are getting about to two hours. So I think we're going to wrap this one up. But before we wrap it up, what would be so like yeah if people want to hit you up you can go right to the golden sand if you're up here yeah. in silver lake best place is probably find you at golden sands yeah other than that what's like the socials where can people find you what can people check um, you out on most of them all are at it's willow with like a zero then underscore O. it's really weird but it's how pretty much all of them are okay otherwise if they search you could probably you can just search up will calenda w-i-l-l Space K O L E N D A, and then, then I'll find you that way there too. Or Bucket Bros. Bucket Bros. And now the horny limo. And now the horny limo. So yeah, you see the the limo with horns. In if town? you see the if you see the limo with horns, it's definitely me. You can honk your horn. I'll honk it back. You can pull me over. I'll talk to you. If your cop don't pull me over, I'll get scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't pull the over. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'll, if we're go out and about, 
probably give you a ride. Dope. Well, thanks for coming by. Thanks for doing this. This is the first one. Thank you. It was good. It was good.